Santa Barbara, my God, in maybe over 30 years, because California is a beautiful state. Good morning. We are live and recording. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We can hear you, staff. Thank you. Good Excellent. Morning. How's everybody doing? Very Good. well. Good. Uh, so I was having a little technical difficulty here. I don't think we have quorum yet, right? Or do yeah, we? we do. Yes, we do. We do? Oh, excellent. We do. Then Good I morning, would say uh, we are ready to call this meeting to order. I don't know what's wrong with my camera. Okay. Um, we'll Can't call the meeting me, to right? order then. Can you see me? Nope. Well, my camera's on and it's plugged in, so I don't know what to do. You want to leave and come back? Um. Okay. <laughs> If that's if that'll make it work. <sighs> Mr. Guerra, do you hear me all right? This is Lourdes from the chamber. Yes, ma'am. I hear you, Lourdes. Fantastic. Good morning to all. Morning. Morning, Lourdes. Morning. Okay, so Lee, are you gonna try to leave and come back or are you gonna try a different device? I think yeah. she's returning. Well, we'll see. That gave me time to get my other device working. It's a technical warning, huh? <laughs> it's cool in the air. Unmute, start video. How about now? There you go. There you are. <laughs> All right. Excellent. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and call this meeting to order. Uh, if we could all stand for the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. All right. Very good. Let's go ahead and get a roll call. We'll start with staff. Good morning, all. This is Lourdes Cabrera. Marcus Lightfoot. Alex Uribe with the city attorney's office. Very good. And then if we could have a roll call from the board. Mariano Corral. Lee Emerson Smith. Javier Baena. And Daniel Guerra. Very good. Um, okay, then could we go ahead and proceed into swearing in uh, staff and anyone who will be speaking on on any items? Good morning. If uh, any uh, applicants who will uh, or or design professionals who will be testifying today as to the applications, making any sort of presentation, please turn your cameras on and unmute your microphones.
Uh, I see, I think, three applicants here, but I, I need them to please turn their uh, cameras on. Emilio, Herbert Martin, David Troutman. Yeah, my, my camera is not, is open, it's running, but it's not showing. Mine too. Yeah, it says the, the host has stopped. You cannot start the video. And actually now we were able to unmute. I couldn't unmute before, so sorry. <laughs> Uh, staff, can I get you to please see if we can give uh, permission to have them start their videos? I just allowed start video. Can you guys please try again just now? See if we can make it work. There we go. I see Emilio. I see David Troutman. Just see if uh, Herbert can please start the video. There we go. Herbert, are you still unable to get your camera to work? Yes, I cannot. Okay, then uh, then let's let's proceed this way, uh, David. If I can get you to please unmute very quickly. Um, may I suggest that uh, since they were not allowed to turn on their cameras, if they log out and log back in, you'd be able to probably get that solved. That will be Herbert. Okay. Yeah, Work for me. <laughs> I think I'm good to go. Yeah. Yep. We see you. So, but but that brings the point. We got a good point. If the camera doesn't work. And the man is online. We happen to know the man. Is it okay that it would be legal for him to still be able to speak or answer any I, questions? I, I, before, before we get to, before we get to that, I want to try everything to, to get the cameras on as, as Understood. We required to do. Understood. We'll give him two minutes to get back on and then we'll square everybody in and we'll get, get this show on the road. By the way, Danny, while we wait, I had no idea you belong to the planning board also. Oh, yes, sir, I do. I was watching it the other night. Um, 
I hope uh, I hope I uh, served the members well and and citizens well. Well, you did. You made the comments that was appropriate, and uh, you were right. They got to come before us, and there were some issues there, but you know, one one step at a time. Hey, I see Bud, but he seems to be muted. Bud, can you unmute? Yeah, um, um, yeah, but his still not on. At the bottom of the screen, if I may, there's um a whole series of choice options, and one of them is stop video, and that was when I clicked to get my face up there. Mute, stop video, no security. Video, and then USB camera. It says stop video, and then I clicked on it, and. The red line disappeared, and there I was. I'm sorry. So Zoom is unable to detect a camera. No, I was just making a suggestion. <laughs> if you couldn't, my can we, uh, can if one I... of the um, hosts prompt the gentleman to start his camera? I'm asking. Start my video. Yeah, please click that. I, I did. <clears throat> and still nothing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, carry right. on. I'll, I'll just. You guys can do it without me. I don't. I can't seem to connect, so I don't know what the problem is. I, my camera is looking right at me. It's on. The start video. I don't want to waste um, everyone else's time. So if it's just. No, a no, no. Stay on. Stay on, Herbert. Do not leave. All right. You know. Okay, so then uh, now that everybody's unmuted, I'm going to ask uh, all the applicants and staff to please raise your right hand. And do you swear or affirm that the testimony you're about to give today will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, I do. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you. All right, Mr. Chair, may proceed. Very good. Uh, then, uh, Lourdes, if you could uh, lead us into the first item. Thank you. The first item for review this morning is ERPB-2024-005, applicant, Louis um, E. Fortu, property owner, 6616 Somi, LLC, location, 6616 Southwest 64th Avenue, request is for landscaping and grading plan. On November 21st, 2023, the ERPB was approved for a two-story residential new construction. Actually, the building portion, the architectural plans were approved on November 21st, um, all except for the landscaping and grading. That application, the landscaping and grading, returned uh, to the ERPB on February 6, 2023, and at such time it was deferred uh, with the board's comments and staff's comments. Now, staff's um, reports starts off with the um, the, the comments and how they were addressed. For example, the berm along the perimeter of the site uh, that has been removed, the landscaping plan uh, no longer illustrates gravel. If you recall, there was um, gravel adjacent on both sides of the driveways. Well, that's been removed. Um, we now have uh, spot elevations along the corners of the site. And also um, a suggestion from the board 
was to um, reconsider the two sherry blossoms <coughs> that were in the front yard. Mr. Corral, this I believe was one of your comments. Um, so at this time, the, the um, plans illustrate two um, mahogany native trees in lieu of the sherry blossoms. So comments from the last meetings were addressed. The landscaping plan has been designed by Francisco Avenites, um, registered architect. We also have the tree disposition, and as I mentioned, the comments um, are, were addressed. We still have obviously the, the, the swale um, with the three live oaks, and we pretty much have um, proposed uh, native trees throughout. Uh, tree removal, uh, for the record, is uh, ZTR 23-1355. Um, it obviously underwent uh, DRC uh, last year, and we also had uh, the Arborist report attached. And with that said, we have the um, specimen tree at $1,000, and that should be paid into the treaties, uh, tree fund. Uh, for the for obviously for the required uh, mitigation, grading plans also uh, um, attached, and as I stated, that no longer illustrates uh, the berm. We have uh, some cross sections, number one and two, also proposed. Staff does have um, a few of the comments, or actually conditions, uh, based on the review of the plan. Shall com Staff's recommendations for approval with the following conditions shall comply with section 24.5F4B. Revise the landscaping legend sheet A 1.02 to show the maximum sod calculation. Also to provide correct requirements for the native trees, side trees, and shrubs. Um, so that's the correct number that needs to be shown. The landscaping legend also needs to remove the palm tree um, from the total tree count. As we all know, palm trees do not count towards the, uh, the, the total. Pay into the city's tr uh, tree trust fund, given that tree number one is considered a specimen, that's $1,000, that shall be paid into the, tree, uh, the city's tree trust fund. And um, any comments and suggestions from the board this morning? Welcome. Mr. Fortu is Thank present. You. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Lourdes. Okay, can we hear from the advocate? Uh, thank you, Daniel. Uh, yes, um, I pretty much, you know, like try to capture everything that was, you know, discussed on the last meeting and comply and, and update, you know, the plans to reflect uh, every suggestion, including uh, Mr. Corral. Uh, removal of the uh, the cherry blossom. Uh, definitely, you know, we 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 don't want specimens that are not going to survive our our climate. Even though today is a very beautiful and and, and cold uh, uh, day yeah. here in Miami. So um, I think with that, I mean, and I, I think you know, like Lourdes also summarized, you know, everything that we did, you know, to reflect every comment uh, that it was discussed uh, uh, last time. If I, I may, through the chair. Uh, I don't know if um, if you can go ahead and share the the screen, um, Mr. Yes, or do but Troutman be be ready to, to do so on your on your next item, please. So they just don't hear my voice, but they actually have a visual. Thank you. Uh, right now, I cannot 
do a screen sharing. I mean, host, if you allow me to, to share my screen, I'll definitely do it. Um, and which are the two uh, I should start? I start with the treat disposition plan or, or the second one? I'm sorry. I suggest the landscaping or whatever, Mariano. Oh, the um, landscaping. Okay, yeah. sure. And Troutman, you might want to start later on with your rendering or your site plan. There we go. Very nice. So if you can scroll up a little bit or just zoom out a little bit. All right. Or in other words, guys, put the uh, the drawing uh, going up. Yeah. I want yeah, to we want to see the that. swale area also. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Right there. Perfect. So, Emilio. Well, wait, hold on, Mariano. Wait, one, one second. Emilio, are you done with your presentation? Yes, yes, I am. All right, perfect. And then do we have any public comment? Is there anyone in chambers or on Zoom? Anyone in chambers? Staff? There's a gentleman here. I don't know if they're here to speak or not. Um, sir, would you like to speak? Sir? This, this is Lloyd. No, he's just, um, we'll be presenting at a later date, and he's um, taking notes on, on the board, I guess, and your comments. But no. Excellent. Um, so there's no one in chambers. Is there anyone on Zoom? Seeing none, we'll go ahead and close public comment. And then, Mariano, you have the floor. Okay. Um, Emilio, forgive me. You are the owner? Yes. Sir? Yes. He said yes. Oh, yes, I couldn't hear. Okay. Sure. I, I, all right. So I really appreciate that try, the fact that you tried. However, let's go back again to what I said before. And I said that um, to try to get help from a landscape designer, it not necessarily means that you have to get help from a, a landscape architect. But if you recall, I said you had shrubs on the drain field. You have shrubs on top of the septic tank. That has not been modified. That has not been taken care of. I said to you how important it is for the house in the front to look pleasantly and nice, compatible to the next neighborhood or for the future of the, of the neighborhood. I didn't care anything what you're doing in the back. So if you look at the front, and we have another landscape architect, which I'm not, I don't want to put them on the, on a, on a, in that situation, but when you put mahogany trees only seven feet or ten feet away from a house, my first question would be, who suggested for you to use mahogany trees? Because I'm assuming someone must have told you or told your architect to switch them to mahogany trees. Do you have any idea how a mahogany tree grows? Do you have any idea? how big the root systems of the mahogany tree extends. Do you have any idea about the seed that's the size of a baseball <laughs> and hard as a baseball? So when I said before, I don't have a problem if you get a landscape designer um, and, I, and because of our code, and it's not your fault, it's our fault as a city, because of our code, it stipulates that an architect or anybody can design a one-story home, which is true, but you still must show proficiency and understanding how those plant materials work. Now, 
I could very easily close my eyes and say, you're complying. But will I be doing my duty as a board member? Will I be protecting or, should we say, would I be uh, making sure that it's used properly? So here's the deal. The mahogany tree grows to be as big as an oak tree, but faster than an oak tree. That root system is going to start hitting that, that foundation faster than you can even know. And then when you start hearing those seeds falling on top of the roof, it sounds like a like uh, like somebody's throwing uh, rocks on top of your roof. Uh, you will understand. The other part is look at the design of the material in the front. That's why I said look at please look. You've got what is called Fakahatchee grass. You got five of them. Then you've got Boston fern. And look at the way that pattern is moving. Okay. That has absolutely no visual effect of, of um, that will enhance the front of the, of the home or the rest of the neighborhood. The rest of the materials on the side is fine. But then go back again to the drain field. Look at the drain field. You place in Boston Fern. Well, Boston Fern will still even a one gallon. It's still going to have at least 12 inches of root ball. You're going to have to dig into that. And then when it's also on top of the septic tank, how deep is that drain field below grade? And if I remember correctly, I think that there's only no more than maybe three to six inches below. It all depends on the ground of the road, or I think Mr. Troutman or somebody there can uh, help me out and tell me whether I'm incorrect. Uh, we're, we're closed for public comment right now. I'm sorry? They're, they're not part of the board or they have to oh, I got you, I got you. You're absolutely correct. I'm sorry. But again, because we know these guys are professional, they understand. I was trying to get some uh, feedback uh, from another from another aspect. So they would just picking on, on this thing. But I have issues with this. So the grading plan, I also said that you needed to have spot elevation all along the entire perimeter. Because I went back and I saw my video. All right. That's missing. So here's what, the, in, my, in my case, on the grading plan. If Aurelio Carmenate, who's a public works director over at uh, South Miami, approves that grading plan, I'm good to go. So that's out of the way. My issue now is landscape. So for me, I can only say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what the problems are, and then staff is going to have to take a hard look at this, because I don't want to see you again here. Not in a, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just want you to move on. So the mahogany tree next to the house has to be switched to something that's a bit smaller, native, that is compatible with the space. And so, because if I approve this and I move forward with this, this is what you're going to install. Mr. Lightfoot's going to go out there. It's going to make sure that all the trees are there. And then when they see this design, they're going to say, holy Toledo, what kind of crap is this? Because that's what it is. I got to call it like it is. And this is in no way making a dispersion to your architect because he is a good architect, but he's not a landscape designer. He's not an architect. And I have to do my job from here telling you what's wrong with this. And that's all the comments I got to say. Thank you, Mr. Kropp. Um, Mrs. Smith. I was just puzzled at the same thing. 
the, the mahogany so close to the tree, to the house, <laughs> not the one out by the, by the driveway, but the one by the houses, because I have mahoganies and we have serious root issues. And that's it. Thank you, Ms. Smith. Vice Chair Vianna. Good morning. I don't have any comments, but I agree with uh, our landscape architect. He's uh, obviously well-versed in, in, you know, in his field, and, and I have to agree with him. That's all I have. Uh, I, too, believe any of my comments have been covered. Um, understanding um, our, uh, our purview and, and where we are, our three options are approval, um, deferral, or uh, denial. Um, the, that's, uh, that, that is where we stand. Um, yeah, so and Daddy, we... that, that, that brings up a point here because I mean, I, I don't want to hurt the applicant. You know that. So my question is, if we, if we make a, 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 um, I guess a, uh, for, for approval with, with comments. And we say switch the mahogany trees to something else and redesign the front of the home because of the way the materials is used. It's nothing more than grasses and, and Boston fern, very low stuff with the exception on the side. We are going, we're going to leave it then to staff to make sure that that will be done correctly. But the question is who in staff knows about landscape design and so forth. So my only thing is, is to say that I would like to make a motion for deferment and it has to come back with the, the way it's supposed to be properly designed. City Attorney, as I, as I understand, based on the modifications that we made, it doesn't come back to us, right? Um, it, well, it would, it would come back if, if, if it is deferred, right? <laughs> deferred means that you're not taking the action today and that the applicant would have an opportunity to update this plan page with, with changes. Um, obviously that they're, you know, we hope they're taking, uh, into account everything that, that has been said today. Um, that could, that would be one way to do it. The other would be to give specific conditions, for instance, on approval you know, subject to not having, you know, to, to, to a certain distance of, uh, of, of the mahogany tree to the house, relocating to a certain distance. But we would want to be, we would want to be specific um, with what you'd want to see change because after that, if it goes through with approval with conditions, we would not see it here. And as, um, as pointed out, it would fall on staff to make sure that the plan that is, that, that, that is ultimately, uh, you know, issued for permit a, you know, meets the requirement and, and meets the conditions and the intent of what this board is, is, is seeking to convey. So if, if you want to make a motion for approval with specific conditions, um, let's be helpful to staff and, and make sure that we get those conditions as clear as possible so that they're not having to, uh, you know, interpret, you know, something that's not as clear. Uh, it, it could be moving the, the mahogany tree that, you know, to, to assert a specified distance away from the facade of the home. It could be changing that mahogany tree or alternatively changing that mahogany tree to a species that, that is not uh, problematic at its present location. Um, that's for you all to suggest. Um, I just want to make sure that whatever we do, we are clear 
uh, for staff and for the applicant. And you so, made yourself very clear, and, and this board is not going to tell the client or the applicant what type of trees or shrubs to use. That's not our role. That's agreed. Not Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, identifying that this specific one may not wouldn't work uh, would be fine. Uh, but otherwise, you know, if 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 you want to uh, push it for a deferral and make them come back, you can do so. Uh, board member Corral, would would it be possible to to work on a distance, or is that not realistic? Um, repeat that again, Danny. I'm sorry. Would it be feasible for you to to create a motion with a distance, or is that not realistic? It, well, first of all, take a look at the front of that. You also have an oak tree that's being proposed. It's off corner. So now you're Crowded. talking about, you see the problem with what I'm talking about. It's that, crowded, yeah. That's the one tree that is a, which is problematic. And they're, I mean, they could use a native that is smaller if they want to use this as an axe and so forth. But then you have two palm trees, two thrinex palm. Again, they're out there in limbo. And this is where my, my issue was. My issue was, how do you design a proper design for the front of the home that looks aesthetically pleasing, visually pleasing, and comply with our code? That's why you always say, hear me say, I don't care what you do in the backyard. I'm concerned with the front. And forgive me for using this. Now, the, the next applicant shows you what a good design is, and I have to use that because even though we're here on the board with different applications, uh, to me, it's about using common sense. And if we can use as a reference to help out this applicant, it will be behoove you, Emilio, to stick around and see his plan. Thank, so you, thank you board member. All right. Um, so let's let's try to keep this in 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 the lane. Um, it'd be it'd be great if we could find a way to to have this progress without delaying the applicant any further i don't, I don't know if we, we can craft that. something that way but um i, I guess I'll, I'll i'll ask for a motion can uh, may i make a suggestion or a question rather um please to help the the applicant um not in this city but in other places sometimes you can move forward and then allow the applicant to fix the issue through a, an administrative process rather than having to come back to, to the board. And so, you know, in, in the case of, say, for instance, in architecture, in my case, uh, somebody will receive the comments and say, okay, let's just make sure that this person fixes this, but he can continue to do a building permit. That way the person doesn't fall back having to come back to, to board again. I don't know if that's feasible here or no. It's not feasible because there's no landscape designer right. or landscape no, their expertise is, is understood. Nothing. Got it. So there's nobody to to be able to say, well, they're going to change the tree location and the tree species. That couldn't happen. No. There's more than that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to make a motion for defer deferment again. I I have to stick to my guns, otherwise I'm not doing my job. <laughs> Second. The grading plan has a, has been approved, or like I said, it could go before Mr. Kalmanate, and uh, if he approves it, I'm good to go with that. But the landscape has got to come back. I hate doing this, God. I, I, I think 
I believe we're not allowed to separate that way anymore. Is that is that correct? Oh, yes, uh, you can. Attorney? Yes, you can. Uh, I, well, we, we would need a a, a motion. Uh, I guess it would be a motion to approve the the what is it the the grading plan uh, and uh, alone. But I, I I suspect at this point uh, what we should do is just defer it and and here and 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 do this again with the new plan uh, to make sure that everything then jives all together with the with the new plan and the new landscaping. Okay. And I'm being consistent since the last time that we that we're here. Okay. Um, so, um, Board Member Corral, would you like to restate your motion so it's clear? I make a motion for deferment and with the the um, the design of the landscape to be reworked, properly, correctly done. Uh, what I mean by that is using the plant materials that are, should be placed in a logical manner that will be pleasing to the eye and aesthetically pleasing to the home, uh, to the neighborhood. Uh, the trees, uh, the one mahogany tree, if they want to keep it by the driveway, that's fine. The one closest to the house is the one that needs to be changed uh, with, because there is problems with that. The other issue is all the shrubs that's on the drain field and on top of the septic tank. And Board member, let's let's try to I don't know let's it, let's see how we can simplify that so it, it, we can all understand it. No, there's no other way to simplify it. You want to? I guess you want to list your your just your points, bullet points. I just did. I just did. The mahogany tree closest to the home. That should be changed to something that is in scale and will not be an issue or a hazard to the home because of its size. It's too close, That's a, that, that one right there. Then the other mahogany tree by the driveway, that can remain. The shrubs on top of the drain field, on top of the septic tank, that has to be removed. That has to be redesigned in such a way that will enhance the house. Now you can use ground cover, and I'm talking about something like uh, Asiatic jasmine on top of the drain field, you want to have some some sort of a, a ground cover, something that grows very low, and in the root system is not aggressive and not going to destroy anything of that. That's the only areas of my concern. Otherwise, everything else is fine. Board member, I guess well, what, I, what I'm trying to express is that um, what you just said are comments, not necessarily a motion. So I, I just I think if maybe if you if you no, I did make a motion, Danny. I make a motion for deferment with the following comments, and I just made my comments. Okay, so do you want to just maybe amend your motion to say um, I, you make a motion for deferment with board and staff comments? Yes. Yeah. But I was being specific in accordance to our attorney who and, told me. No, that's great. It's just, it seemed like a very long motion. Um, uh, okay, do we have a second on that? I second it. Okay, so uh, board member Corral. Yes. Board with. member Smith. Yes. Board member Baena. Yes. And I too vote yes. Okay, please uh, applicant review the uh, the video. Um, and I hope staff will be able to uh, provide you some notes as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can close this out on your next visit. And we look forward to the progress of your property. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Okay, Lourdes, moving on to the next uh, item. The um, next two items were pulled from the agenda. Um, 
Oh, City Attorney, do we need to read those um, into the record? Address uh, or number? Or you not? can put that. You you can go ahead and put them in the in the record uh, and okay. and just uh, note the applica the the application number and that they are uh, being told. Uh, and if we have a date certain, no. let's just list the date certain. If not, uh, they will be advertised and, and will be uh, noticed uh, according to uh, the code requirements. Very well, thank you. Uh, Mr. Troutman, if you um, care to share the screen with perhaps start off with the, uh, the rendering for a visual of the um, new construction two-story home. The next and last item uh, this morning is ERPB-2024-008, applicant David S. Troutman, property owner Cody Levy and Harold Wart, location 5950 Southwest 80th Street, request new construction two-story. This is the first um, review of the Environmental Review and Preservation Board. The design is a two-story within the RS3. Um, <clears throat> we also have um, survey, um, full application was submitted. Being a two-story, it's the landscape plan was designed, is designed by a Florida registered architect as a part of this um, submittal. The requirements for RS3, as we know, the lot size minimum is 10,075. This particular lot size of 14,038 square feet, and the actual lot width 101.72, both meeting the exceeding the minimum um, criteria for lot size. I like to remind ERPB that um, the principles uh, to consider include but are not limited to height, scale, color, texture, appropriateness, and aesthetic quality of all proposed buildings and other structures. I don't know about the board, but I don't see anything up on the screen. Mr. Troutman, do you do you need help? Not yet. Hold on. Okay. Being a two-story home. Okay, being a two-story home. It's guided under section 23.5H, um, the dimensional requirements. We have a 30%, which allows 4,211. We're just under with 4,209. The FAR is uh, 0.45, which equates to 6,317. The proposed is under with 5,745 uh, total FAR. As far as the um, impervious, a 42.9% um, I'm sorry, 47.5 is allowed, which equates to 6,668. And the proposed is 6,025 at 42.9%. Um, there you see the um, site plan. It also has um, an accessory structure towards the rear of the property. The, I'll let the architect des describe the, um, the party here in this particular uh, design but the um, portion of the home that is aligned with the pool is a volume space, and you'll see even um, renderings of the interior um, having a loft above, and then the 
bedrooms and everything happening on that uh, linear wing off to um, one side of the home. The elevations uh, illustrate um, a height of, I'll let the architect talk about the uh, materials, but we're at a height of 25 feet uh, to the mid-roof. It underwent a development review committee on February 14th. Um, we need, it, it shows proper contour lines. We are going to need an erosion control plan uh, for permitting and staff, as far as the um, planning and zoning staff, um, you know, mentioned the, um, the setbacks, the, the FAR and the, and the impervious all complied with section 23.5. I believe the only comment is to actually um, provide a setback for the swimming pool that's missing on the side plan off of the side uh, swimming pool, so minimum of 10. And the setback for the um, pool equipment on those uh, concrete slabs off of the side. Um, Mr. Bynum wants to have everything noted and I am trying to make sure every architect uh, notes all those little things, but most importantly, this home does not have to go back to the drawing board. So it is missing a dimension line here and there, but everything is within the building envelope and it's meeting um, the dimensional requirements as per the code of section 23.5H, two stories. Um, the tree removal will be submitted. That is a condition also in this report. And with that said, staff's recommendations for approval of the two-story building design, including the accessory detached uh, structure at the rear yard and the landscaping. Um, staff's recommendations for approval meet set for section 23.5H dimensional requirements, shall comply with the landscaping section 4.54, I'm sorry, F4B, coordinate among the survey plans, the ledge and the existing trees that are to be removed. There is some discrepancies uh, there. Submit a tree removal application to planning and zoning department, provide an erosion control plan for the building permit, um, shall comply with the mitigation requirements and provide setback dimensions, um, five feet minimum for the pool equipment and the dimension for the swimming pool at 10 feet minimum and any comments and suggestions from the board. Thank you. Welcome, Mr. Troutman. Good morning. This is David Scott Troutman, architect um, with office at 1533 Sunset Drive in Coral Gables. Um, so this, this house uh, is located on 80th Street on the south side of the street, you can see the lot here. Um, some new houses um, on either side and across the street, there's construction going on, all two-story houses. Um, let me take you to the context sheet, which, let me go the other way, okay. Okay, so again, here is the, here's the lot in question um, right here. And then this is the subject property. And then uh, to the east, there's this existing house, which is one story. To the west, there's a two-story relatively new home. And then across the street, there is uh, this house, which is a, um, it's a one story, but in the back, there's a 
second story addition to that. Um, I'm sorry, can everybody hear me? Yes. Okay, good. All right, so um, our strategy for this design, uh, here's a view to um, from 80th Street looking at the front of the house, was to go with a, um, a party or a concept that would put um, all the the large spaces and all the public spaces in a uh, encapsulated in sort of a barn-like structure with a mezzanine and then the bedrooms and the more private areas in a linear farmhouse configuration um, to the west. Um, so let's, uh, let's go back to this and, and you can see here um, this is what I would consider the barn, and then this is the farmhouse here, and then we have a little gym in the back here, and then the swimming pool. Um, north is up, so the west gets the lawn farmhouse, and then the east gets the the barn, and then in the back, and then in the south of the property is the little gym structure. Uh, let me erase everything here. Okay, and I'll, I'll quickly take you through the plan. I know we don't have a great deal of time, but... Uh, we have all that time you need, but uh, take all the time you need. Okay, so here's the um, first floor plan. And the plan is rotated, so north is now facing to the left. Um, and so here's the front door. You come in, um, here's the driveway to the garage. And then you come in the front door to the foyer. And then immediately upon entering the foyer, you get, um, you get uh, this view down here. Bottom, bottom left. Mm -hmm. um, so you get to see the backyard. This is a bit of the foyer here. Um, and then let's go back to that plan. Once you're in the pod, you have the family room, the dining room, the kitchen, which faces the street. And then you have a spiral stair off of the kitchen, which takes you up to the mezzanine. Um, off of the foyer on the east side, I'm sorry, on the west side, is the stair, the door from the garage into this hallway. You have the laundry room, and then you have staff quarters, and then you have a den, and then finally in the back is a guest room, which overlooks the backyard. And then on the other side of the pool, on the east side is where you get the gym. All right, and then let me go to the second floor. The second floor in the barn, you can see the loft area over here, and that is here in the middle at the bottom. That's the view from, you know, the barn space, looking up to the loft and the kitchen, and you can see the spiral in that background there. Um, 
and now you come up the stair and there's like a little sitting area with a green roof here and a large window opening up to that green roof. And then you have the first bedroom with a little Juliet balcony which faces the street. Um, and down the way you have another bedroom. And these bedrooms are all en suite, which means they have their own bathroom. And then at the end of this hallway, you get the master bedroom, couple closets facing the west, and then the master bathroom here. And this is on the bottom right. You'll see the view into the master bedroom. Um, and then the rest of these renderings, again, this is the view from 80th Street, looking at the front of the property. And then this is from the gym, looking back at the house. And this is an aerial view from the um, from the northwest, looking back at the house. And then this is from the southeast, looking at the backyard here. Okay, so then these are the elevations. This is the north elevation facing um, 80th Street. And you can see the materiality here where we've chosen a palette of neutrals um, where we have um, a standing seam um, metal roof with a high albedo to reflect a lot of the sunlight, the trim and the uh, around the windows and the louvers uh, are this dark bronze. And then the siding is this uh, warm gray on the top. And then it's um, on the bottom all around the house is uh, white stucco with a um, with a paint color that's called uh, cloud white from uh, Benjamin Moore. Um, below this is the uh, west elevation where you can see the louvers um, behind the stair tower uh, because, you know, in the west in the afternoon, there'll be um, a lot of uh, solar gain. So we thought it was appropriate to mitigate that. And you can see the top has the siding on it and the base has the stucco. Uh, this is the east elevation. You can see the barn structure here. We have a fireplace with the uh, dark metal flues. And then you can see part of the farmhouse building beyond and the backside of the gym. And then finally, here, this is the um, the south elevation, looking at the the back of our our barn, and then also the back of the farmhouse, and the foyer link in between them. Uh, these are just drawings of the accessory building in the back, with the um, the same color palette as the rest of the house couple of sections, building sections. This is through the foyer. And this one is a transverse section cutting east-west, looking south through the through the little stair area here, and then the great room. Um, at this point, or actually let me let me switch to uh, a view here. And I can quickly just express, uh, can everybody see this? Yes. Okay, so 
this is kind of what the house would look like through the day. You can see how the shadow pattern work. It's geolocated, so this would be the actual sun pattern at a specific time of day. I forgot exactly what day it is. There's a uh, skylight here over the um, over the tub in the master bathroom. You could sort of get a, a better idea of of the backyard. The green roof off of the um, the upstairs lounge. Beautiful. You can see the master bedroom here, the guest bedroom down here, and then a view back to what we call the the barn area. So at this point, I'd like to um, I'd like to turn it over to um, our landscape architect, so he can he can take you through the um, to the landscape. And I'm going to go ahead and bring up uh, his landscape design here and share that with you, and then Bud can take us through it. Okay, so you should be seeing the um, L101 sheet now. And Bud, you can take it away. Can everyone hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Um, okay, uh, David did a fantastic, fantastic job of uh, presenting the plan. Yeah, he uh, did. When, when I was working on this, we, we, um, we worked together pretty closely and um, I was able to visit the site and do my own tree survey on the plan with the, with the uh, trees being spotted by the uh, by the surveyor himself. Um, there is, you know, some trees to be concerned with. Um, on the on the east side, there's a very big paradise tree on the neighbor's property. There's some other trees. There's a um, uh, an African tulip, um, sapodilla. All those trees, you know, frame the front yard, so to speak. And then in the back, there's a, an interesting, another much smaller paradise tree on the property line. There's a cluster of palms, a pretty dense cluster of palms in the rear of the property. And on the west side of the house, there's an interesting live oak that's in good condition and can remain. There is a ficus nidida that um, it provides a nice buffer between, the two, between this property and the two-story residence next door. It's really right on the property line. And so um, with the new sidewalk configuration, meeting the street tree requirement, meeting the street tree requirement, we have to add trees in the front. I chose to do uh, two oak trees and two satin leaf trees. And the reason being is the satin leaf trees are kind of wedged in between other trees. There's another oak tree in the front on the property, northwest corner of the property. There's oak trees for the new development and the new residence on the west side that have already been installed. They're uh, moving along pretty nicely, they're in good shape. And then finally, as the sidewalk turns to meet the uh, adjacent sidewalk on the neighbor's property, another satin leaf tree to mix in between the oak and the adjacent uh, paradise tree. Uh, so if David could scroll down to the uh, mitigation plan, the next sheet, or next one. 
Okay, so <clears throat> this tree kind of tells this kind of tells a story. You know, unfortunately, there's a loss of um, of number nine CU. That's a big C grape. Um, in okay condition, but not great. Uh, has a lot of low branches. Looks like it hasn't been touched by any kind of pruning in the last 20 or 30 years. Um, other than that, the front yard is kind of barren with um, some uh, Christmas palms, etc. And then when you're looking at the back, there's some trees, the mango, an avocado, another mango, and they're still on the property, another mango. Um, they'll have to be removed for new construction. And then against the back of the house, there's a Norfolk Island pine and some palms are stables, but uh, Alexander palms and one trail palm. In the back southwest corner, there's a an existing tropical almond. Um, I think that tree is problematic uh, for a lot of reasons. So I'm suggesting that tree be removed. And then that'll open up more light in the rear yard, give it a chance for the oak to thrive. And then we can work on some mitigation trees. And if David would go back to the uh, uh, first sheet, you can see that <clears throat> the, um, and first of all, I, I was given a, a landscape design uh, that was initiated by the owners. And so I tried to follow that you know, pretty carefully. Um, their plan was pretty pretty straightforward what they wanted. And the, the landscape design really called for native hammocks on both sides of the property, the east property line, the west property line, with a tropical garden um, it, uh, direct from the foyer space, so that becomes on axis with the front the front drive. So the um, the mitigation trees are, are accomplished uh, with a native hammock concept. Um, you can see that there's a lot of smaller trees, there's crabwoods, red uh, red stoppers, Simpson stoppers. Um, and then the shrub quantity is met with um, using native shrubs, Mersin, um, Jamaican capers, uh, you know, like sort of more uh, red stoppers and using some sophomores also because they're looking for a low maintenance uh, design on that. And so the sophomores are spread out over time. And the idea is to have this sort of a loose uh, native screen on both sides instead of doing a traditional hedge. And then again, all the um, variety of species adds to the, uh, you know, the ecological importance of any site. And then finally, um, I, I think, you know, the front is really kind of straightforward and simple. Um, you know, that could use some more elaboration, I think. But at this point in time, I, I, I chose to strike a balance between modern uh, landscape and, and the natural landscapes. So that basically um, speaks for the uh, landscape plan. Wow. If David wants to go to the grading plan real fast, David? What sheet? Uh, I think it's the last one. So um, I think Deb wants to see the grading plan. Um, for the front, because of a time constraint, I wasn't able to complete the right-of-way design, but um, the spot, there are spot elevations there for uh, for me to work with in the future, but you know, provide a new sidewalk and the right-of-way has to be, be uh, designed to have soils, which I can do next time around. 
Um, we are providing a three foot high privacy wall on the front. So there's really no runoff from the property to us to the right away. And then the slope is the, the yard front yard is sloping to the east a little bit naturally. We have 8.5 at the, at the property lines and then the, the front walkway or opposite the front walkway it looks like it's 10.75. And then um, the, you can see the swales in the back. Everything seems to work. It is sloping down a little bit to the property line, but I can provide a swale um, inside. And so that'll keep, you know, run off on the property. And then I think it works out pretty well. So the main area of the front of the rear yard, the garden area to the pool deck is uh, pretty flat, you know, with some logical slopes uh, down from the uh, pool deck levels. And in the back, you can see uh, the, there's an oak tree that's fairly close to the southwest corner. We got to preserve the root zone around that. But I think that there can be some minor swelling uh, to wrap around that tree and get away from the other um, ficus nidida. So that seems to work and keep the, keep the water on the property. There is some existing trees along the property line to, to remain, uh, mainly palms. So I think that um, that seems to work. And so I think there you have it. Thank you, bud. Is there any further comment from the applicant? Uh, no, sir. Not for me. Excellent. Then we'll go ahead and put it to public comment. Do we have anybody in chambers or on Zoom that would like to comment on this application? There's nobody in the chambers but staff. And seeing no one on Zoom, we will go ahead and close public comment. And we will go to the board, starting with uh, board member Corral. Let's unpack you. Uh, thank you. Um, David, let me start with your architecture. I love it. I love the way you have balanced this out. I love the way the whole thing works. But here's the question I have for Herbert. You said that you had a rooftop garden up above, correct? Yes, Herbert, we do. When yeah, you go to your yeah, plant, I, I haven't worked on that. There's a, I understand there's a, a flat roof garden above the foyer, David? It's it's just a, a vegetated roof. In other words, it would be sedum or or something like that. Okay. Okay. Because they because Herbert, when you go to L four or one oh four, you are keeping two of the Christmas palm, which quite frankly I'm not a I'm not a lover of the Christmas palm, but that's me. Um and that's exactly where the David has his rooftop uh, garden, if I'm not mistaken. And then yet, when I go to your landscape plan, it seems like though you have addressed, or it seems like that's the area of the rooftop. Be, and I was going to ask you then, how deep is that? Is that um, area of the rooftop for to maintain soil drainage and all those questions? Six inches. Things, huh? Six inches of soil. Okay, so all of those things is fine, but. When I looked at it, I said, okay, I guess he's doing something above. So he missed it. No problem. That can be adjusted and so forth, and you go from there. So we know that in the area where the roof is covered, the five uh, Vicha palms and the two DCs, all that area is gone, and something else is going to be done there. That's fine. We'll let that happen later on. Do we have a drain field and septic tank here, uh, David? No, it's connected to the sewer lateral. Okay. 
So my other question would be, in front of the, of the home, there's a huge area of sod or turf, and land, uh, which, has, which I was going to ask, why is that so open? Was there a particular reason, Herbert, why you left that open? Why isn't there any additional trees or anything to balance off the, the house from that aspect? Because your existing trees, and by the way, that's one of the things I appreciate about you. You show the existing trees on your neighbor's side. That lets us know what you can and cannot plant or, or specify the proper species for that area. So I love that. Okay? Yeah. That's the only thing I always liked about you. On, well, aside from the fact that I think you're a good designer. And then on top of that, when I look at the grading plan, again, you use logic. But I wish you put a note so everybody understands that on the uh, the bottom of the sheet, the, um, the west side, west side, because you have existing trees and the way you did the grading, if you really look at it, they should say here that the grading should be done on site. That's common sense because all the root system that's there and but at least if you put a note that says all water shall be contained within the property, that covers your butt from a liability point of view. And I'm meaning that sincerely, okay? Because you're doing this. So that covers your butt. But at the same time, I understand what you're doing. Your grading plan works. There's a couple areas you need tweaking, okay? I'm not going to get into it. Uh, Aurelio's going to look at it. But the overall gist of the plant materials looks great. Now, going back to the front of the house. Is there a reason why you left that whole area of lawn open with no trees to balance out perhaps the entrance or emphasizing more that entryway that David has designed, which I think is fantastic too, by the way. But that's my personal opinion. Um, to answer your question, um, I, I, I Because you only have is put well, a carpet in the front, which is low, and it looks yeah. like you have Green Island Ficus against the house, correct? Correct, and it's, you know, the front was intentionally designed to be a modern look on this thing. And I, um, you know, normally I would do more. I probably should have done more here. I think um, when I was thinking about it, I figured, well, there's a balance and a contrast between some simplicity and some complexity. So the, 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 uh, the two sides, I thought, were really, um, you know, pretty well developed. And so I wanted, you know, some open spaces. I was, like I said, the design directive that I was given was that there's a lawn area in the back and a tropical garden in the center, native hammocks on the sides, and the front yard. Uh, I think they were trying to envision keeping the, the, the seed grape tree, but the seed grape tree falls in the footprint of the house. And so I ended up with a simpler landscape plan in the front than I normally would do. I think it needs another layer of, of beds in the front. I think it's the small trees in reference to the previous project. Uh, you know, I love pigeon plum trees. They work in proximity to a house. Uh, satin leaves work, ligustums work. Uh, it needs it needs some landscape elaboration in the front of the house. But then again, I, I, I did feel like the modernness of it, you know, called for a certain amount of complicity. So I think okay, there's yeah. an atmosphere where, you know, some small trees could be added. Uh, you know, I always like trying to accent the front of the house, but, you know, I'm looking for an accent palm or an accent tree uh, right off the steps and then, you know, beds that are appropriate and are layered. 
uh, down to the, you know, the, the side area. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm very much willing to take a second look at it and add, and add more here. I, I'm not. No, no. And, and I not get it, Harry, but here's the thing. I'm looking at the aerial from uh, Davis um, uh, drawings and it seems like the, the, the lawn area is a lot bigger than it is shown in terms of the area for the automobile to park. And I'm not sure if that was an issue with impervious and impervious calculation. And that's, uh, so I'm not sure. I mean, the reflection on the aerial versus the reflection on the plan is totally different. That's why I was asking. Now, I'm not saying to you that you need to have more plan materials because sometimes simplicity to me is more elegant. Sometimes can, I, simplicity. can I ask a question? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Mariano, can you see what, what I drew on the screen? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, hang on one second. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Balancing out that entrance with another tree? Well, I couldn't tell, David, I couldn't tell if, if that line that is coming across where you have a, a dimension, if that was lawn or that was an additional um, artscape. No, I, I think that's a vestige from a from a dimension to the setback or something gotcha. like that. Okay, so yes, what I'm looking for is the following. And, and again, sometimes I was saying sometimes simplicity is the best. You've got to cover with uh, what it, where you show the big uh, circle on the bottom. I'm not sure you're trying to say that's a dimension or that's a tree there. You got that cover. You got the other tree cover. I and there in the middle, what you said, the equal distance. If you're playing it off with the street trees, you're absolutely correct, David. You're playing in between to balance it off, and that could be a smaller tree. I don't know. It could be a palm tree. I just asked the question: Why is it that it's so blank there? And and so that and he answered. I just needed to know. Because I think that the entranceway coming in uh, should have a little bit more, my opinion. But as far as your, as far as the design, it meets code and above and beyond that. So from my perspective, I would approve this from that aspect. So uh, it, it's just a comment for him to consider. He does have to work out that area where you have the roof and so forth. Otherwise, uh, the whole thing works fine. Uh, the way you integrated the house with the existing tree, which is something mm -hmm. else too. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's just I, I I happen to like this a lot. The whole the way the whole thing worked out, and that's all the comments I have. Thank you, Board Member Corral, Board Member Smith. Um, congratulations, you two. You did. I I really like the design. The and, and having you, Mr. Troutman, walk us through the whole design really helped me uh, appreciate you. it. I appreciate it more. I just care the owner didn't doesn't want solar panels. They, that wasn't part of the consideration. No solar panels, <clears throat> David. They don't want solar panels. I think he's concentrating on something else. David. David yes. Trotman, uh, yes. that's a question to you, sir. What was the question? I'm sorry. Solar panels. Solar uh, panels. Solar panels. Did uh, you ask for that? I mean, I could propose you, it. 
I, I don't see. Think, you're building. Don't, you're building this for for an. This is for a person, or is this a house that's going to go for sale? There's an owner. No, this is this is a spec owner. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. I'm, I'm so, a big I'm a big uh, fan of solar. I'll run it by them, you know, as a hard sell with a telling, you know, there's an ROI of of like eight years if it doesn't have a battery backup, and that it's it's actually a selling a selling point. Because um, yeah. I would okay. I would love to see solar on the roof as well. It's just that, you know, it was uh, it was taken out of zoning as a requirement. So right, right. Now I understand. I, I I usually ask every single applicant about that, and I notice the houses on on Davis there. Uh, some of them have solar panels, but uh, a lot of them don't. All the new houses I'm referring to. But okay. this is a the very nicely done. I I appreciate your uh your presentation and and good on you I, I thank like you it. thank you very much all right thank you barbara Marissa. vice chair Viana. thank you uh good morning david um morning. i love your house i love the party it's really really nice and clean uh it really tells the story about what you had in mind and so i love the house um I'm, when I'm looking at A00, which is the, the first rendering that you have on the presentation, um, I wish you would have brought down the fin on the right-hand side all the way to the ground as you did on the other side. I think it would really ground the entire facade uh, more concisely. But I do think that it has to do with the fact that you are using a different material on the right-hand side of the house. I don't know. Um, but definitely it seems kind of strange that you kind of like stopped it at, uh, you know, at the second floor instead of bringing it down. Um, cause it would really emphasize the fact that you kind of like resist the facade backwards from, from that thick dark bronze that you have on the sides. Um, and then, uh, on the windows on the east, uh, on the west side, um, I think there's too many windows of different uh, shapes and sizes. I wish you would sort of like had uh, maybe one or two window sizes overall. I think there might be maybe four or five different sizes overall there, like some more rectangular, some more linear. Um, and, and, you know, I think they would look much better if there were like maybe one or two different types only. Um, we, could, we could take a look at that. No problem. Um, and then um, I had a question on the on the barn side on the outdoor kitchen. Uh, you can that rendering right there shows the the opening like louvers. Are you planning on covering that with a translucent material? Is it going to be a roof or is it going to be a, a real louver? Uh, no, it's open. It'll stay open as a as a trellis like that. Okay. Same thing. Same thing here. So it's yeah, it's not intended to 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 shade from you know from rain in case like you're out well, there barbecue and anything like that. Well, we we were thinking of offering as part of this a retractable awning uh, above the sliding glass doors here. Um, let me see if I can note this a little better here. That's not letting me access um but anyway here 
along that structural piece, mm -hmm. a retracting um, canopy. Got it. Um, okay, and then you could leave that image there. Uh, the other thing, the, there's another thing that I kind of like caught my eye. Your architecture is really clean. There's a very clean language about it. There's two pitch roofs with two different volumes, but then you have these overhangs on the on the barn on the on the farm side facing east that are sort of like flat overhangs providing a little bit of shade to those right. uh, rooms in there. Mm -hmm. um, they seem to be kind of like off from, from the language that is so strong uh, with the pitch roofs. So right. that kind of like caught my attention. Well, yeah. remember what we're doing is, is we're providing like this dark detail going around. So mm -hmm. we actually have that here. So it picks up that linear line. And then in the right. back, in the back here, you can see where we clad the the vertical extension um, where my mouse is. And then mm -hmm. it comes over and then it, it's almost like that vertical um, thing on the west side all of a sudden breaks and becomes the shade for the balcony yeah. on the east side. So we, we try and, and uh, continue that line all the way around, you know, that, that dark, um, the, the metal cladding on there. So oh, I, I think what it does is it, it does two things for us. One provides the shade for the, um, for those windows and protects them from the harsh uh, western light, um, or at actually actually at midday, when the light is <clears throat> when the sun is directly overhead casting a shadow, they only come out about two feet, and then providing a cover for the um, for the balcony off the master bedroom. Can you can you go to a one hundred four for a moment? Sure. You said A101? 104, with the, the front elevation. Oh, okay. So this this is, I'm sorry, this is a south elevation. A104, I think the, the one before. I okay. wanted to see, it. yeah. Yeah, so I, I still, you know, I'm curious. This uh, fin here that doesn't come all the way down as it does on the opposite side, was it because of the setback? Because I think the, the garage is further out, that's, maybe a couple of feet. Or was it just intentionally because you wanted the second floor to be com completely? Yeah, uh, I mean, different period? you know, I, I, I did want to, I wanted this side over here to be somewhat open uh, as opposed, I think it, if I brought it all the way down, um, I think what it does, it kind of makes that line a little bit more um, of a boundary as opposed to a design design feature. So we terminated it here, which picks up the line of where the stucco okay. breaks from the siding. Gotcha. Okay, um, and anyways, I, I, I love, the house, it's a really good uh, design. I love the party. Um, I just curious about those things. Don't let my opinions 
think, you know, make you believe otherwise. And then uh, as far as the landscape with Mariano, I think on the rendering on A00, there's a huge tree in front of, uh, of the wider volume. I think it's on the one of the first pages. Actually, on this plan you show completely open, but if you go to your drawings on, on the rendering on page um, A00, there's a huge tree covering the facade of the house. Yeah. Um, that so it is, doesn't really, that yeah, is it true. Doesn't, it doesn't really do justice to, to the house if it's if the intent is to have it fully open and showcase the facade. Um, so I think you should take it out. Oh, I Are we talking about the Aplacus uh, Nerida? Well, it, it, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. I'm not saying... Because I'm all for it. It's an sure, existing but, secret, and it's in the footprint of the house. So okay, so if it's, if it's existing, then it should be shown in plan as well. And then it would just completely, uh, you know, not have Mariano made a comment about the opening of the house. Because in plan, it shows that there's nothing there. So it's 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 not a matter of uh, preference whether because you know we're not here to design your house or your landscape, but we're here to show you know where the discrepancies. So either is there or is not. No, he took it out. He took it out, uh, Javi. It's, you're talking about the secret in front of the of the of the home, right? It, it would be in the footprint of the house, so it's it's scheduled removed. Well, but I'm looking at the landscape and it shows an open. Maybe, maybe on the rendering on A00, it looks like it was dead smack in front of the big volume. That's what okay. I'm saying. Like yeah. you, you can't, yeah. you can't really, you can in this, this, this uh, animation is a little bit different from the rendering on A00. Yeah, I mean, the project evolves as we, as we go along, you know, um, of things that I that I yeah. think are important. So I love the tree. <laughs> so so, so do I. So do I. But here's the thing: there's a there's a time and place for everything. If we want the tree, uh, the tree doesn't have to compete with the house. The, the tree no. can balance. The tree can balance and frame the house. Uh -huh. Different. There's a difference between take it out and and place it properly. So when you look at the house. On this animation, then the tree begins to frame that beautiful uh, house. It doesn't have to compete with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all. I think it complements the house. Exactly. Not compete with it. So right. you know, I I, I pressure for design. I think it's it's great. My comments, you know, uh, as an architect, are always we're always going to have. <laughs> Opinions and a view of things, but, right. but I love uh, I love um, your party is amazing. Yeah, it's great, and I and you know the fact that it's divided into spaces, it's really nice. Yeah, it's very different from what we get to see every day. So, yeah. so kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want Danny to respond, and then I want to make one last comment. Go ahead, sir. Uh, listen, I think uh, the the board has you know thoroughly covered uh, the comments. Uh, the only thing I would add is that I I really. Um, I love the architecture. I think it's a it's an outstanding product. Um, the presentation is great too. It seems like we keep getting more and more advanced. Before you know, it will be in a VR walking through the uh, the property and actually touching the trees. Um, so thank you, thank you for making it easy for us. Um, yeah, I, I did see the point 
where the uh, rendering kind of conflicted a little bit with the plan, but you know we 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 need to be able to see through that. Um, but I think it's a it's a great product. Thank you, thank you for the presentation. I have no further comments. Thank you. I I do have one comment, that, and I made an error, uh, Herbert, where I thought that uh, there was going to be a covered roof on the landscape. Uh, no, there isn't. Uh, the landscape that you have between the two, uh, in between the courtyard, let's call it the courtyard, uh, you're, you're good to go. I misread it. It is on top of the entranceway. That's where the uh, little roof garden is uh, happening. So you're good to go from that aspect. Uh, my, my mistake. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. Simplicity we have a Simplicity at the best. Simplicity at its best. Yeah. You're looking at. Okay, I have a motion. I make a motion uh, for approval with um, board member and staff comments. Can we have a second? Second. I'll second. <laughs> um, with that said, uh, board member Corral. Yes. Board member Smith. Yes. Board member Baena. Yes. And I too vote yes. Thank you very much for your presentation. Thank you <clears throat> all. It's great to see you this morning and. Um, We'll move ahead with the plans. Thanks for all of your input. Thank you, sir. Thank Have you. a nice day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mr. Troutman. Excellent. Um, and then all we have pending is the uh, approval of the minutes. Um, from February 6th. From February 6th. Uh, could I have a motion on the minutes? Thank you. Do we have a second? Second. second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Hearing none. Any? Any? I'm sorry. Any opposed? Hearing none. Uh, the minutes are approved. Our next meeting is March sixth. Uh, same time, same station. Uh, thank you all for your time. And uh, if there's no further business, this meeting is adjourned. Mar March fifth, five. Right. March Tuesday. 6th. It says March 6th. So is there a, a complete, maybe there's a typo? That's a Wednesday. Tuesday. Always on Tuesday. First and third Tuesday. The yeah, 6th so is a typo. Yes. I'm just, I'm My eyes fail me from time to time. <laughs> okay, so 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 we're, we have to correct that. It's March, March 5th. Tuesday, Fifth. March 5th. Correct. Okay. Thank you. I will, I will consult the calendar next time before reading the last line item. <laughs> Do we have any further business? Nope. No, sir. Excellent. This meeting is adjourned. Thank, Thank you all. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. everybody. Bye -bye. Take care, everyone.